Standing by the Terry and Ted podcast is sponsored by Jaguar Land Rover Laval. Get out of the big city and experience a construction zone free test drive. There is such a thing. Good day to you, Ted Bird. And good day to you as well, sir. Uh, it seems that uh, we're doing another edition of the podcast. They haven't thrown us out yet. No, they have not thrown we'll us we'll out talk yet. talk until and they do. What uh, really uh, impressed me, um, and I was quite pleased about, was all the uh, sponsors said, yes, of course, we would love to do another round of podcasts with you. Every sponsor has yes. come back, and even a new one yes. came on board as well. Yes. We'd like to thank our title sponsor, Jaguar Land Rover Laval, jaguarlaval.ca, landroverlaval.ca. These are exciting times for them, let mm-hmm. me tell you. They have started to take delivery of the new Range Rover. There's a new generation of Range Rover. Do you think that's a nice vehicle? Oh. Do you know what Adrian from Jaguar Land Rover Laval told me? She, she said to me, you don't know whether you want to drive it or be a passenger. Wow. Because if you're driving it, you don't get a chance to sort of just sit back and go, holy yeah. shit, look <laughs> at all this. <laughs> and they're taking orders for the Range Rover Sport, which comes in uh, a hybrid model as well, part electric, part still internal combustion engine, only 434 horsepower. Oh, that's all you get. get. Yeah. Yeah. That's, putt, uh, putt, 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 putt. The, the QPF love that. Yeah. <laughs> and get a load of these apples. You know what's coming next year from Land Rover is the Defender 130, which is an eight-seater. Seats eight comfortably. Wow. You know what? I This is one of the things that I love about a uh, Land Rover is uh, the uh, the combination of the, the, uh, the quality of the car and the luxury of the car with the power of the the performance performance yeah, of yeah. It. yeah well i mean land rover really is the yes when it comes to uh uh, uh off-road on-road that that combination with yeah. luxury performance you can't beat them you can't beat them and adrian told me that people were going well we want a range rover with the that seats eight people and she was like no 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 that's not what they make the range rover for yeah. that's for that's the ultimate five people uh, SUV. So what they did was they took the Defender. We had one of those as a courtesy vehicle last year. It's like a luxury tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they've made a new model, the 130. They've extended that and put in the third row. And uh, that comes in 2023, and it's going to be spectacular. It'll compete with Cadillac Escalade, uh, the Suburban, the Expedition, trucks like that, only it's a Land Rover. Yeah, and you can go up and see them without the uh, problem of uh, orange signs, orange cones. Go up to Laval and uh, ask for a cup of tea. And no pretense whatsoever. Yeah. Great family. They're good yeah. folks. Yeah. Landrover.ca, Jaguar.ca. Sorry, Murr, we were ignoring you there. You all right? <laughs> we, <laughs> what that, am I, fog? Yeah. Is that that beast out front? Yeah. No, that's a Jaguar. That's, that's the, a Jaguar yeah, F-Pace. Jaguar. Oh. Yeah. That's the courtesy vehicle that's they a dandy, gave us this time. I want to. Yep, that's, yeah, that's a dandy. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to have to get a little closer, Mur. Even uh, with that, move gold. up on that mic a little Even bit. What are you new? I'm a professional. <laughs> these, these golden pipes of yours that you've been dragging across the airwaves for so many years. Yeah, it's really weird. We start the podcast. With our guest sitting there, like uh, we don't know he or yeah. he or she is there. Yeah, but Murr's used to that. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. <laughs> ignoring <true>. middle name. <laughs> yes. Murray Sheriffs is our very special guest. Murray, I was thrilled when I heard that you would uh, had agreed to come and do the podcast. How are you? I haven't seen you since my wife surprised you. Remember yeah, that day? I do at McKibben's. That, yeah, remember the, that uh, day? Yeah, in Vaudreuil. My wife Jessica Dion and Murray have been friends for quite some time. Yep. 
And uh, Jess said to Murr, would you like to meet my new man? And I didn't know because I had already met another guy. <laughs> yes, I know, Terry, you weren't the first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she walked in, and uh, there I was sitting with Bonnie. And I went, I said, where is he? he said, well, he's just parking the car. I said, oh, got him trained already. Good for you. <laughs> and then Terry walks in. And I'm going, Oh, is it? Yeah, this is this odd, <laughs> Terry and and then all of a sudden you know click 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 saying holy gee eh? it's Terry and Jess and that was a good afternoon. Yeah, it was a lovely afternoon. Yeah. My wife still talks about it and sends her best, Mark. Thank you, <laughs> Thank really you. really She's lovely a sweet woman. Thank and you, you very have much. Landed well. Yes, I've I've punched above my weight good as they say. Yeah. yeah. Um, Murray, I, I don't even know where to start because there are so many stories that we could tell. Um, Murray Sheriffs, in case you don't know, is a longtime broadcaster um, and a heck of a newscaster and uh, had a real marquee job um, with, uh, was it Aaron and Tasso at yeah. the time? Yeah, yeah. And uh, also worked for the legendary Gord Sinclair. At CJAD. Um, at CJAD and uh, probably has a number of stories to tell. Um, you know what, Ter? Here's where we should start. And I was thinking about this on the way here today. Mur, do you remember when and where you went on the air for the very first time? Medicine Hill, Alberta. Mm -hmm. Chat in the hat. Chat in the hat. C H A T. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd like you to be a jock. And I said, uh, okay. Okay. So, and then uh, the ratings came out one period, and all the jocks were getting fired. Oh. And the news guys weren't. And I thought, <laughs> screw this. Yeah. I'm going to be a news guy. I need a job. I got a baby. And oh, my God. Yeah, so you cool. remember the first time you turned on the mic and oh, went on yeah. the air? Yeah. And it I was as a disc jockey. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I got the signal to go. Mm hmm Hi. <laughs> what happened to my voice? <laughs> Holy crap. Off the air, I was fine. So but you were about three octaves up, oh, were you? Oh, she's nervous yeah. as crap. Yeah. yeah. What yeah, kind yeah. of music were you playing in the hat? Whatever they said. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes we got to choose our own. Remember those well, days? Well, listen, oh, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I'll bet you it was like CFCY in Charlottetown where yeah. I started, where yeah. it was top 40 during uh, one part of the day, and it was country during another part of the day, and it was rock and roll at night. They changed formats of the radio station depending on what time of the day it was. Sure. And I lived in Alberta also, but you lived in Alberta when Alberta, there was there was nobody there back then, yeah, was there, Mer? Exactly. Especially in Medicine Hat. Medicine Hat, 25,000 people. Right. Red Deer wow. just up the road. Wow. Lethbridge, oh, about 100 and some odd K away. If you've driven across the country, you know the hat well because it's where you have to pull over. Yeah. Hey? <laughs> it's like, we just got to get to Medicine Hat and we'll be fine. Yeah. Hey? yeah and that's where you crash for the night. You can't quite make it to Calgary. Three hours away. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then once you got Calgary and the mountains. Well, you wore Calgary for how many yeah. years? Yeah, uh, four years I was out, four, right? out in Alberta. But I, I was there... You know, a little bit later on, uh, you were there like before the boom and everything, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, exactly. Well, you could buy a home for a buck. God, yes. Because the uh, the uh, interest rates, yeah. 23%. Yeah. And people couldn't afford it anymore. So yeah. if you wanted a home. And uh, Bonnie and I were thinking, gee, you know, a dollar. <laughs> yeah, but we also got to pay to heat the thing. We got to pay yeah. for it every month. So, and we. This, wasn't this the, uh, the days of the National Energy Program? It was. And uh, Trudeau was still a bad word out there oh, from geez. the 1980s. Yeah. And, and from what I understand, I mean, I was living in, you know, I was a kid back then, but 
from what I understand, people were literally leaving the keys on the kitchen table and driving away. Exactly that. Because they just couldn't, couldn't afford it. Wow. They, yeah. every, the whole economy collapsed. And beautiful homes. Yeah. Up in the northwest sector and the southwest sector. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. If you only knew then what, how does that go? Yeah. If you knew then, what you, then what I know yeah. now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mur, without, without uh, dating you and putting a year on it, how many years have you been on the radio? Have you been 50 years? Uh, just shy. Yeah. Wow. 49, 48. No, so, yeah. Isn't that it's, something, eh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. To last yeah, in this, to la- how many people have you seen come and go in radio? A lot more than yeah. you see come and stay. Most yeah. people Mo- put in two or three years and, and go, go, fuck this, yeah. I'm doing something <laughs> else. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we can well, say, fuck, this is the yeah, best radio right. ever. And also, especially today, with the state of the business today, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people get in and go, no, this no. is, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Murr is a survivor. Yeah. 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 Um, so from Medicine Hat, how long did you, uh, were you back selling records, Murr, before you went to somebody and said, hey, I want to read the news? Yeah, I was uh, six months. Six months. Six months. Right. And uh, uh, Tom... Oh, God, I lost the name. Anyway, Tom said, uh, yeah, sure. No really? Problem. You want really? to do news? Okay, do news. So what, what shift did you get? They put you on weekends, or did you yeah, become put, an anchor right away? Or? Uh, I was anchoring. Uh, I also did the courts, uh, city, city courts, you know, mm-hmm. when you had to appear for your drunk driving charge and all yep. that stuff. And, and uh, So oh, you uh, go down to the courthouse and cover that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And people coming up to you, uh, is it possible you... Don't use my name yeah. on the air. It really? Is. No, I'm a reporter. I can, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'll flatten the tires in your car. <laughs> yeah. If you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I those, not to be a journalist. Take right those there. windows right out with a baseball bat. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was so covered that. Whole different way of handling things in the hat. Oh boy. Hey. Mayor Harry Viner was the mayor at the time. Wow. And uh, uh, he was a, he was a legend. He was a legend. Pierre Trudeau came to, to uh, town one day. That was the first time I interviewed uh, the prime minister. That was ex- oh, heartbeat city, man. He, Nervous? Yeah. Was he nice to you? Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Was he? Saint. A saint. You know what I learned from him? What? Don't ever use the terminology, well, everybody knows. Because uh, he said uh, one time, a, a reporter was asking him questions, and he said, well, everybody knows it's the situation. Did, 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 did. And he, well, wait a minute now. Not everybody knows. <laughs> Justin, my son, he's two, right over there. He doesn't know. <laughs> Sasha, you don't know either, do you? Sasha was six months, and I went, I'll wow. never use the term everybody wow. knows again. <laughs> That's not a bad Pierre Trudeau That's imitation. That's a very good Pierre Trudeau. Yeah, you've wow. got, the, uh, you got the pacing and the diction down. Yeah. Did you um, stay at the hat long? Did you go from the hat to Calgary, Mur? No, I went from the hat to Peterborough. To Peterborough. Oh, yeah. One Peterborough. big town after another. Yes, sir. Murray's <laughs> career has been, uh, well, the early part of your career, it's like WKRP, town yeah. to town, yeah. up and down the dial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. When I got to Peterborough, uh, I was making, I don't know what, I don't know how I ended up in Peterborough making less money. <laughs> You're supposed to make more money when yeah, you make You would think, yeah. yeah. So I went to the general manager and I said, uh, I'm just not making it. You know, this $300 a month is killing me. Well, you know what? We think you're a pretty big talent. And in your next paycheck, because you'll be here three months, it'll reflect our feeling about you. A dollar thirty-seven a week. That was the raise. That was your raise? Holy crap, I thought, well. Well, did you go to, a lot of people went to places like Peterborough and Barrie to get closer to Toronto. Was that part of it? No, I went back to Medicine Hat. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I knew that that was was safe, yeah. (laughs) Wow. And then I went to Kitchener. Okay. Kitchener Water U, CKKW. 
That was so cool. Uh, I remember interviewing a, a blind guy one time. He was the head of the CNIB. Mm -hmm. And uh, the entire interview, I said, oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Jeez, afterward, you know. Not cool. So you learn a lot in the early days. Oh, eh, yeah. Mark? yeah. <laughs> you get home and go, oh, Christ. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, um, so we got uh, uh, Medicine Hat, Peterborough, back to Medicine Hat. Do you remember all the moves, Oh, yeah. Kitchener. Yeah. Kitchener. Kitchener. CKKW. And then from there? Uh, Victoria, B.C. Victoria. The best time in my life. Moving companies must have loved oh, you. Oh, they love. Oh, no. The radio stations were paying. Remember those days? Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, those days are long yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah wait till you hear what he did, though, uh, Terror. You you've yeah. told me this story, uh, yeah. 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 So tell you, Victoria, your eyes lit up. Tell oh, yeah. me about Victoria. Oh, man. Have you been? Yes. Have you been to the Dutch Latch? No. Oh. What's the Dutch Latch? <laughs> Best tea ever. Oh, quite. You go on yes. your way. You're on your way to Nanaimo. Okay. You take the cross highway. Yeah. And the Dutch Latch is on the right as okay. you uh, get to the top of the mountain. Wow. It, it, uh, really? What a I left my heart there. If I could, yeah. I would. I would Back I was, to Victoria? Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. It's such a beautiful. Well, you know, you're at Well, BC, yeah, so. British Columbia is, uh, if you've never been, you got to go see you it. Got, have you got mountains all around uh, you? You're goddamn right we do. Jesus yeah, Jesus. every morning we look at them and go, get a load of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to go skiing. No, maybe yeah. I won't. Maybe yeah. I'll go salmon fishing yeah. today. Yeah. Oh. Or we'll golf in the morning and ski in the afternoon. There you go. <laughs> hey, oh, see, man. Yeah. It really is yeah. paradise. And oddly enough, nobody talks about language out there. Really? Yeah, right? yeah. So that's really? a, that's a nice thing. How long were you in Victoria, Mer? Two years. Two years. And then I said, "What I was it? Was it CFAX? And no, CJVI. CJVI. Yeah, okay. yeah. CFAX was our main competitor. Alrighty. Yeah. And then I got a a hankering for bigger and better things. Yes, sir. And Edmonton called. Oh boy. <laughs> and you know when they called? Middle of February. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> So I grabbed my family in the middle of winter, drove wow. across the Rockies, and I can to this day see the snow blowing on yep. the wind on the highway yep. as I drove into Edmonton. Yeah. From uh, 65 Fahrenheit to minus 24 in nice. two days. And I think that was before the Coquihalla Highway was built. Oh, yeah. Eh? Oh, yeah. So you, you had the long way around on uh -huh. number three. And the closer you get to Edmonton, the more the winter laughs at you. God almighty. Was that who was laughing? Because I was wondering, man. What a... And what did Mrs. Sheriff say when you got there? Not a thing. <laughs> Boy, I could feel that burrowing into the side of my ear. Speaking of a cold wind. <laughs> yeah. Lasted two years there. Is that right? There's... Eh? there's I have to tell you, there's, uh, well, I was in Churchill, so that was pretty bad. But Jeez. Edmonton, God, yes. The, I know. In the winter, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't, you, you think, I remember when I was in Manitoba and somebody said, I hadn't experienced a, a winter in Winnipeg, and somebody, mm -hmm. and I said to them, oh my God, the summer here is so beautiful. And they said, yeah, wait till the winter comes. And I said, oh, I'm from Montreal. I know all about the winter. <laughs> and they said, oh no, you don't. And that's what Edmonton is like. Yeah. Like there's something about 
minus 41 that you can't describe. And they draw, it's a dry cold. Yeah. And I thought, freezing my balls off yeah. here. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, it's a dry cold and your nostrils freeze yeah. cold <laughs> and your eyes, eyebrows are all full of icicles. And there's no Chinooks. And there's no Chinooks in Edmund, Chuck. In Calgary they yeah. do, but boy, yeah. up there, no, no, no. Oh, so did, was the weather, was it the weather that chased you out yeah. of Edmonton? Yeah, and the isolation. Yeah. I just felt like I was so... Yeah, you know, it's happening. Where is it happening? Montreal. Yeah. It's happening down south, yeah. not here. So. Were, were you Ched? Uh, no, uh, CJCA. Okay, I keep the stations wrong. Jeez, yeah. that's okay. all right. You'll all get right. one right. Okay, yeah. all right. So off CJD. Okay, <laughs> Q ninety two. Off from Edmonton. Edmonton. I've had enough of the winter. Where do we go now? I uh, got a call from uh, uh, Bill Roberts, who was news director at CKGM. Yep. Want to do news? Yeah. Okay, want to be my right-handed man? Sure. Boom, Montreal. Wow. So is that when you and I were working side by each, Mark? Yeah, yeah when I was doing the morning yeah, news yeah. at Shome and you were at CKGM. Exactly. That's when we used to go over and see uh, Jeanette and take our French lessons. That's right. Yeah. Remember those days? Yeah. Oh, my God, Jeanette yeah. really, well, she had success with you. Oh, yeah. Uh, je ne sais pas. Yeah. En français, c'est une, toujours une catastrophe, honesty. I just knew it was a great time to be with you and hang out. You know? so, uh, we had some cool. fun, didn't well, we? Well, CKGM was a powerhouse back then. Yeah, Bert, it was. Eh? With the, Ralphie. Yeah. With Ralphie in the morning, and that, that was a... But this was a little bit after that, though, Murr. If this was, was the same era that I'm thinking of, late 80s, this is what Gary James was doing the morning show, and... and uh, and uh, Mark Hollywood was on there, Mark and it was, it was uh, no, no. This is these guys were gone unless you, unless you had a run at CKGM in the early eighties. Did I you? Did, yeah. Oh, okay. You then have, that was yeah. before you and I uh, remember yeah, Mitch together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch had that guy walk in with the gun. That's right. Yeah. Holy oh, crap. you were there then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Were you on the air that when not, that happened? I was not. No. Yeah, that was nineteen eighty one or eighty two. I was in Toronto. I remember that happening because I remember saying, "Jesus Christ, I worked at that radio station." <laughs> Tell that story. Man. Yeah. Yeah, the story of us, uh, Mitch is on the air, and this guy was calling him up consistently, saying, I want whatever I wanted, and uh, uh, I can do that, but I don't think I can do that right now. If you don't do that, I'm going to come down with a gun, and you'll do it then. Uh, well, uh, you know, so Mitch went into the general manager and said, this guy just said he was going to come down here with a gun. And I think it was within minutes the guy was at the door with the handgun. Jesus. And uh, he was, did he, I think he fired. I think he fired a shot. Yeah. yeah, I, think yeah, the, yeah. I think he put a fucking bullet in the wall. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And I think Mitch shit himself. I was going to say that yeah. calls for a diaper. Holy jeez, eh? Wow. And uh, the cops did come. Yeah. They took him down. Uh, he he stayed uh, barricaded, if you like, for a couple of minutes anyway. Wow. But then they, they brought in the heavy the heavy weights, and uh, it was Brought crazy. in the SWAT team? Yeah, I yeah. think it was uh, just below the SWAT. You know okay, I mean? yeah. But they brought in some big boys and uh, took care of business right there, and I don't know what happened to him. I never followed that up, but boy, I tell you. That scared the crap right yeah, there. Yeah, you're right. Someone showing up with a gun anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, yeah. I'm stunned by that because I know, you know, I know that building and I think about how terrifying that must have been. Oh, jeez. Must have been no unbelievable. Tiny, narrow little hallways yeah. and nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. was was that the beginning of the Montreal run, Murr? Because... Back and forth. Back, back and, and forth. forth. Where did yeah. you go after that, Murr? Did you uh, leave town again before you came back? Well, I was forced to leave town. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had a program director that said, you know, you'll never... Get out of town. This, yeah. <laughs> you'll never work this town again. Oh, Christ. Right. Who said that? You want to know? Yes. Yeah. Ralph Lucas. Is that right, yeah. eh? Yeah. And I and said... And what would you do to piss him off, Murr? I don't know. Okay. I think I might have had an attitude toward management. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> and uh, I moved around a lot in, in Montreal. But, uh, but you know, I, if you can do the job better than I, yeah. please have at her. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's ego talking here. But if I can do the job, just leave me alone. Yeah, right? if just leave me alone, I'll get yes, this sir. done. You know, yeah. awful hard for some radio managers to leave oh, you alone. Jesus, as you guys can really mm-hmm. attest to, you yes, and sir. I have one in our background. Yes, sir. You know what? Yep. If I had a baseball bat, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, our, we're past it now, though, aren't we, Mur? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mur, did, did you ever work the um, uh, the the days of uh, twenty twenty news? There was a five. Well, you do it better than I do. Well, those guys in uh, Windsor CKLW. used to do it. CKLW was was notorious for it. We did it a little bit at CFTR in Toronto, and I remember Larry Silver used to do it at CFTR. And he, Metro Police are investigating a sexual assault in the Don Valley. The perpetrator dragged the little muffin into the ravine, did the dirty deed, and hit Jesus. the dark and dusty. <laughs> CFTR News Time two thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual thing. Yeah, though. they would oh, do that. Radio. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, radio yeah. news. Wow, eh? Yeah. Yeah, not you, these you, days. You, you never... You never CKGM uh, kind of went that way. Did it? But uh, the, the most edgy, I guess, was like United 2 with Iron. Yeah. And Tasso, that was... Because you could do what you want, funnest. eh? Yep. When you, tell you you were able to interpret the news, yeah, weren't you? Exactly. Well, you did yeah. commentaries over yes. there, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I did. And uh, I remember Ted Silver, who was... Boss at uh, of uh, Ted and I now at uh, late one zero six seven. He said, "Oh, Murray, you have no idea what I kept off your table." Yeah, I said, I "Like bet. what?" Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And I said, "Really?" Because if it wasn't for him, yeah, it wouldn't have never have happened. You yeah. Know? Aaron so he was, was the buffer. Big, oh yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he allowed it. Yeah. You know, PDs they get scared and they go, oh, "I'm going to yeah. have to go before the CAAB again." And uh, no. He uh, he just allowed it, and and more power to him. Well, and it created one of the great radio brands in Montreal radio history. I think so. You know, I Aaron and so. Tasso, and and you. That was, well, that was a, it was a giant pain in our ass because yeah. we, we were that's what we were competing against, and you guys were giants. And this was what early two thousands, or so, even yeah, in the, yeah. was the or the nineties. I'm yeah. not good with dates. I'm gonna yeah, say yeah, I, yeah. But but the stuff you were doing, you could never do today. I'm no, guessing. No. The corporations no. would well, slam that down so fast. Yeah. yeah, I remember a PD said to me one time, "How long, if you were starting in the business now, how long do you think you'd last? How long would the career be?" I said, "Well, hopefully 30, 40 years." Yeah, nah, five. Yeah, I said, whoa, yeah, because you know why? Eventually, you'll figure us out, and we've already figured you out. And there is no more money anyway. You know what? My favorite, oh. my favorite part of that story is the condescension. That's nice, eh? Yeah. yeah. Hey, that condescending. Yeah. And you want to say you you're you're really quite full of yourself, aren't you? Hey, <laughs> eh? you really think you got this game figured out, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From your corner office, you've never been on the radio. Yeah, it's true, eh? Yeah. yeah. But you guys, you guys were above where normal broadcasters were. Well, let me do this. Let me do this. You guys were up there. Come on, right? Well, we had a good we had a good run. We had a very good. We run. had a very good run, you were and making I, the dollars. And yes, and I have to admit, I I was not a, I was often an uncooperative employee. You have that rep. I yeah. remember you I, having that rep. Yes, and I, thought, I I had a lot of screaming matches. Yes, with 
the kind of people you're describing. Yeah. And as a close observer, I would say that's because Terry is passionate about what he does and believes strongly in how it should be done. Well said. It's not because he was no. a prima donna and it's got to no. be my way or the highway. It's because no, 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 no. he cared. Yeah. No, and I, and I didn't, much like humor, I didn't like to be bullied. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I was confident in what I was doing. I was del- we were delivering uh, saleable ratings, <laughs> and the station was making money, and people seemed to like what we do. Yeah, leave us alone. Exactly. Let that. let us fly the plane. I promise you, we will land it in the morning. Like it just, but there, as you point out, there are a lot of people in the game who just couldn't let that go. Yep. They needed to be the boss. Their they ego. Ne- they needed to interfere. You'll be a success yeah. when I say and And right. I was, I was uh, Ted will attest to this, if you had something that was a, a, a proper, constructive, you know, decent criticism, yeah. hey, you know, wh- I heard you do this, you might want to try it this way. Yep. I'd say, oh, you know what, thanks, I didn't think about that. But if you kicked the door in and said, Oh, you know, you're gonna da da da, and I would say, get the fuck out of my control room. <laughs> <laughs> I remember really, I was sitting in the newsroom, uh, the broadcast room of um, what was it, Mix ninety six? It was yeah. called CGFM at the time, yeah. and they had tiles, <laughs> a lowered tiles, right? Yeah, and I yes, had the experience of having Terry get mad, and. Well, it was only once, Mark. It was only once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that was, the only, that was the only time the tiles actually moved. Holy crap! <laughs> Two of the tiles actually lifted and moved over. <laughs> so wow! And that was all because of a door slam. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not proud of that. I think um, he should be because he deserved it. He deserved a whole lot more, like being tossed through that goddamn window. How about that? Murray's oh, not I'm a fan. Sorry. No, not a, not a bit. No, not no I, one you bit. know what? And, and that was a case of that was uh, I was being bullied, and I yep. was I was standing up for myself. That yep. you know, other people, you know, the other side would disagree with that, but I was being bullied, and I wasn't having it. Yep. I just wasn't having it. Now, sorry. wasn't it? Wasn't that a case of you uh, eventually having a meeting with this bozo? And in your back pocket, did you not have an oh, offer from... Eventually, yeah. That is so yeah. cool. Wait, uh, it, it, yeah, it was what he thought was a, a signed contract that he tried to uh, engineer and maneuver. Yeah. He thought he had pressured Ted and I to sign it. And what it was was my resignation. <laughs> Bit of a surprise that day. <laughs> so, but, I, you know, those, those, days, those days are long gone yep. because... Um, you know, first of all, there, you know, he, there aren't, uh, the caliber of people like that around. And, uh, I, I, I think it was, it was just a different era. You know, you worked in the era, we worked in the era of, I was just telling a young broadcaster this last week that she's working in an era of not giants, but we worked in an era of giants, Yeah, right? Harvey Kirk, Gord Sinclair, Junior and senior, um, you Paul know, Reed, Paul Reed, George Balkin, uh, Bill Roberts, yep. uh, Wally Crowder. You know these guys were uh, craft-driven broadcasters, mm-hmm. and you know, as I'm sure you've got a lot of Gord Sinclair stories to tell. Yeah, because Gord was, for all of his faults, he was a hardcore news guy. Yeah, and God help you. 
if you read the same newscast from if you read the news at two o'clock that you read at one o'clock mm. you were in a lot of trouble yes you were. and i think of him every day because now when you listen to the goddamn radio it's the same rip and read newscast yeah. from noon to six complete with mispronunciations yes. that, that yeah. you heard an yeah. hour ago. yes like, yes yeah and so yeah and today's broadcasters i remember ted said about you that today you had said you know these broadcasters they go one and a half years in the business they could learn so much from me and this is not ego on your part talking they could learn so much from me and they couldn't care less well no you there's know? there's a they lot don't. of you know there's some young broadcasters have asked me a question or two Oh, they have. Not yet. Not many of them. No. <laughs> yeah. if not, you okay. know, for, there was years where Ted and I were working in a building that was, you know, chock-a-block full of young people coming up, and nobody ever said to us, because that's what I did. I, I, once I got in the building, I worked up the courage to say to George Balkan, would you like to have a coffee, Mr. Balkan? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because he was one of the greats, Good he was one. one of the giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to sit with him and 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 have a chat with him and ask him some questions, to me that was like university. Mine was Dick Varney. Dick, Varney. I remember Dick what Varney. Varney. Sure, yeah, another oh, yeah. giant. And Jack Finnegan. Yes. And uh, oh my God, uh, these guys. And I remember I was seventeen years old. Wow. And uh, I'd like you to meet Paul Reed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Really? Well, it was. Uh, uh. You well, know. like you say, we were lucky to have those giants to learn from, and it, and it seems to me, and I know I'm going to sound like a crusty, crabby old-timer, and maybe I am, but you know, Terry talks about, you know, or you mentioned Mur some people get a year and a half in the business, and they think they know it all, yeah, and I think it was Harry Truman who said uh, the best lessons or the most important lessons you learn in life are the things you learn after you know it all. You've said that before. That's yeah. a beautiful line, eh? That is yeah. really true. There's been a fire in Gadonicue. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Napani. No, Napani, uh, Ontario. Yeah, there you go. Napani. There's, there's yeah. another one. Yeah. What uh, my, our, our favorite is, and this comes from a, you know, was a young kid years ago. I think I was driving through Kenora. Brandon. Uh, Brandon, thank yeah. you. In Brandon, Manitoba, uh, just outside of Winnipeg, about an hour outside of Winnipeg. Along number one highway, and I it was those days, you know, and you know this, Murr, if you're driving across the country back in the 70s and 80s, every time you drove into a town, you'd get a new flavor of that town from the radio station. Yeah. So you would listen to the small radio station and the people on the radio stations. And um, I was driving through Brandon, and the, uh, the, young, the young broadcaster was reading a story about WW11. <laughs> just, no. Yeah, you want to pre-read that copy, oh, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That, uh, that was a bad. Uh, they call that rip and read. Why yeah. did they call that rip and read? Explain that. But because you had the in the old days teletypes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly. And yeah, there's the, on there a roll of paper. The news yeah. would come up. Oh, jeez, yeah. I have dreams of having not just yet last night yeah. a dream of having not cleared the wires yeah which every competent news director yeah. would give you shit yeah yeah, yeah you gotta keep those not wires clearing clear. the wires how are you keeping up to date as to what's yeah. going on anyway here's the teletype wires coming up with all these stories and you just take it off yeah. rip it off and go on the air and you'd read it 
but sometimes you would read it and she's yeah. something, you know, you got some, some punk that's in Toronto <laughs> and he's written it and he hasn't, re- he hasn't uh, read it over, if you right. like. Yeah. And uh, you're reading his Because they, they were news, I think it was broadcast news, they used to do the news synopsis. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. when I was in Churchill, well, you know, I wasn't a news guy, but I would have to rip that off and you would, you know, read the, f- the it was usually national, provincial yeah. And then you could add the local. Yeah, yeah. And you had to, you know, you had to be very, very careful. And if something big happened, the bell rang. Yeah, right? that's Remember that? right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. And you'd think, oh, somebody's been killed or something's happened, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, or whatever. Those those were the days of uh, those are the days of yore. Because I, honest to God, I on the so-called news stations now. I, uh, I well, they I, still I, I, have, I mean, BN is still there. Yep. I think it's a division of Canadian press or whatever, And uh, but you just access it through the computer now. And it's the same thing. They still have first news summary of the day, yeah. second news summary, third news summary. And, yeah. and there are still people who, who, who rip it and read it. And you know what I've noticed, Mer? Mm. Um, they, uh, back when I was doing the news, um, the news was the news. It was the facts. It was, the, here's here's what happened. Now when I read it, there's a spin on it. Even off the wire services, the wire services, and I, and I blame the journalism schools for this. They're churning out not just journalists, but journalist activists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they've all got this slant, and it usually leans to the left. Uh-huh. And I'll admit it, uh, get a haircut, get a real job conservative, <laughs> guilty as charged. Yep. But I don't, if I was writing the news, I wouldn't put my get a haircut, get a real job conservative slant on it. I would just write the news. Here's what happened. Okay. And I, I hear I hear some of the BN copy being read now, or I see it uh, when on my computer, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's not, you can't do that. That's not journalism. Well, yeah. never mind the BN, the the public broadcasters guilty. Well, of that God, also. they're they're even yeah. worse. Well, yeah. CBS, man. yeah. Oh, CBC, CBC, yeah. 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 Um, Murray, did you um, were you a news junkie? Did mm-hmm. you become a news junkie through very much? Through, so. You were, eh? Yeah, I was a high school dropout, and I. Uh, Ended up working at the Gazette as a copy boy. Wow. I can still hear Brody Snyder. <laughs> Brody, uh, copy! <laughs> and Brody, you remember Brody. Yes, of he course. at CJD for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And boy, when he had an attitude, and he did every day. Yeah. Gentlest soul going, but boy, don't yeah. cross him. And he copied. Jeez, I'd run like a fool. I don't think my feet ever touch the floor. <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Snyder, yes. Oh. <laughs> it's going to kill me. Well, di- didn't uh, those guys, didn't you think those guys held you to a higher standard? Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I, I remember I remember Sinclair, you know, Gord, Gord always seemed to hold everybody in the newsroom to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. He, he only accepted a certain, you know, and, and it was old school journalism. It's where did you get the story? What are the facts of that story? Yeah. You know, and then where does that story go in your lineup? Like, they, they, it was a craft. And we need, a new, we need a new top on the story. And I never heard that expression before, but I did hear from Gord. What did he explain that? Explaining it was, what it is is you had an old story. You ran with it. The guy shot the guy, and, 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 and. Why can you not freshen up the story somehow? Ah, You've you got to go. freshen it up, otherwise it's the same old stuff. And yeah. Rather than saying the guy was shot, you say police now are looking at this particular angle there of this go. incident yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you just you take a fresh angle on the same story. I mm. mean, the best words I ever heard about news came from a program director, and it was Ted Blackman. Mm. He said, don't ever forget, you're all in sales. 
Wow, so interesting. You put a boring newscast on the yeah. air, they're clicking off and they're mm-hmm. going to where the excitement is. Like, whoa. I, uh, I want to talk more about news and especially what you think of news today because you're a news junkie. Um, but first, we're going to watch this, Mur. Yeah. We're going to do a commercial for you. Ready? An engineering firm. Well, it's it's not. Is it an engineering firm? It's an engineering and engineering consulting can, firm. Can you imagine? No. That in, those guys hired us to do a commercial for them. Well, let me sit back yeah. and what enjoy this. They're, they're called, are yeah, they're called <laughs> Voswin. Murr, do you need a new bridge? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's what Voswin do. Sean Smith, who's the founder and president of Voswin, uh, uh Got in touch with Terry and me and said, I think that your podcast would be a good vehicle for advertising my company. And we said, you do. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, yes, because he said, I think that my, the demographic that you serve uh, or that your audience is comprised of could probably use our product and service. What Voswin does is they're an engineering and engineering consulting firm. If you have an idea, you have any ideas for inventions, Mer? You ever I, think I throughout yeah? my life? Yes. If you went to Voswin and said, "Here's my idea," then they'd go to work on design and implementation. All right. Can I give you an yeah. idea now? Sure. What do you got? You know those stupid car seats mm-hmm. that you put your child in. <laughs> yeah. And you you nearly break your back. You twist in your muscles that do not deserve to be twisted that That's way. Right. And I've always said to myself, "Why don't they have a car seat that turns on the pedestal?" Put ah. the child in it, and then you turned it back. Then you would take that idea to Voswin, and they would go to work on it. Is that right? And they yeah. would, yeah, they would come up with uh, the prototype. They'd help you bring it to market, and they'd help you bring it to market. Yeah. That's exactly what oh. they do, yeah. and they do it with industrial engineering. They do it with uh, electrical engineering. They do software as well. Mm. Uh, if your idea is a is a computer uh, oriented idea, and they've got some great slogans that Sean shared with us. Uh, they he, he says yeah we're 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 nerds we're nerds yeah. and we like Proud working with other, we like working with other nerds he says we're weirdos for weirdos <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah out of the box thinking design thinking we are your product design partner don't spin your wheels if you're looking for a win call Voswin. there you go thank you Sean and uh, pleased to, to uh, welcome Voswin. Uh, to our uh, team of sponsors for the uh, Standing By podcast. They're online at voswin.com. Go have a look. Very cool. Uh, Murray, what's your take on news today? I like where they're going. Okay. I do. I really do. I, yeah. I, I, I disagree with Ted. I like the opinion. Okay. But then again, I made my bread and butter up for a couple of years doing that. Yeah, so, yeah you but know. you're a goddamn communist, though, Murray, so you <laughs> would like... <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, as a matter of fact, I'm right with you. Yeah, I know you're more like me. Oh, but so, yeah. so that's right. interesting that you're not necessarily on board with me with the with my perception of the news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I like I like, you know, I remember being told uh, you can't be emotional in the news. You can't bring your feelings into it. And then I covered a story about three young children being found in a fridge. They were playing oh, hide and go seek, and I was like. And I remember them opening that fridge and seeing the babies. Oh, God. Holy shit. There's no way I'm going to go on the air and be an emotional news guy. You know, I'm going to put my emotion into it. And I lost it. When I was doing the story, I lost it. And uh, it, it still gets to me now. 
How so long ago was that, Murray? You had kids of your own, obviously. Your yeah, bo- your boys were just uh, young at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were uh, four and two. And so I, that's I, them in the yeah, fridge. Yeah, I, you know? I think in the I, in that uh, time, Murray, it was accidents like that that uh, pushed forward. They like you can't put a fridge out with a door on it anymore. You better not. Yeah, you're you in, you're not. in a you're in a world of trouble. Exactly. Yeah. And so that, uh, yeah, that, boy, that must have been powerful. It was, yeah. and uh, and ever since then. I thought, no, I'm going to be more human when I do the news. So, and then I and it, and it continued to progress, and I continued to add slant to. Well, it. you've become a personality newscaster. Yes, I think so, and, yeah. and you are yeah. I, you are still to this day when you do the news on uh, on my show. Yes, yeah. and and I like that. I like that. I like yes. it when Murr does it because yeah. I like Murr. Well, you, you but, know what? but the rest of you just tell me the fucking news and keep your opinion out of it. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. You're but fine. You, wouldn't you agree, Ted? Murray made that a craft. Yes, one hundred percent. You 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 became a, a master craftsman at that because it it wasn't buffoonery and it wasn't comedy and it, it and and it it wasn't editorial. It was the news, as you say, delivered with some emotion and the odd elbow to the gut. And it also right? was not agenda driven in Murray's And it case, wasn't right? agenda driven exactly. Cool. Yeah, high yeah. praise. High praise to yeah, you. Thank I, you. That's yeah, really cool. a real a real master craftsman at that Murray. and I used we used to love uh, to listen to it and and uh, and enjoy, you know, Ted and I would often say, "Cards you hear Murray this morning?" <laughs> My favorite, let me tell this story, Murray. My favorite Murray story was, and this is this has got to be 25 years ago. Murray was doing the afternoon news on CJD, and there was a winter storm coming. And so Murray's talking about the winter storm on the news or on the weather, and he says, this was at lunchtime. He said, the storm's in Ottawa, <clears throat> passing through Ottawa right now, should hit Montreal about 5 o'clock this afternoon. And the host of the show that was on the air at the time says, but Murray, it's only an hour and a half from here to Ottawa. Remember that? <laughs> and Murray says, well, the storm ain't coming in on the bus. <laughs> You're the best. How long did that go on, that run with Aaron and Tasso? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. It seemed like it was longer than that. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. But then I got a call from uh, from uh, Rob Braid, mm-hmm. and we went down to um, Magnons. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here's what I got for you. And I have never been in the sphere that you've been in and you've been in ever. So this was the first time I've ever had Boku dollars thrown at me. Yeah, courted. You were courted. Yeah, Holy and you're like crap. 25 or 30 years in the business yeah. at that point, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just a news guy. I got to work yeah. eight hours a day, and yeah. you're lucky you got a job, and, 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 and. I was like, oh, God. So now this is happening. Mm-hmm. And then, but then Rob said, uh, the offer is alive now, and whether or not you say yes or no, it's dead at the end of this lunch. Jesus, said, call this. So what does that mean? Yeah, that's because uh, I don't know what that means, yeah. right? I've never had it happen before. Yeah. He says, "Well, what it is is, you either take what I got, yeah. you don't go back to Q and say, hey, I just got an offer, um, can you match it?' That yeah. kind of thing, and back and forth, and and and." So I said, "Oh God, look at all this money." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll say yes. So anyway, I, I so that. and that became Cat, Lisa, and the Sheriff. Have I got that right? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, you and and Cat uh, Spencer and Lisa. What was Lisa's last name? Lisa. Lisa. I don't know. Excellent pressure from Mister Braid. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Rob. That story's got. That story's got. I've sat across that table from Rob Braid, and that's the way he. Yeah. That's the way Rob does it. He said something one time when I went in there to bitch about the program director (laughs) that he foisted on me. And he said, well, Mer, I guess there's a reason why you're sitting on that side of the table and I'm sitting on this yeah. side. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> he also used to like to say, Santa's lap is getting sore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all worked for Rob. And yeah. you know what? He and treated we us them. all well. Yeah. 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 The, he hired me. Rob Braid is a man that was... Uh, uh, quite instrumental in, in Montreal radio for many years. Mm-hmm. And he hired me in 1984, and I hadn't done not one minute of morning radio. And he put me in the chair uh, at Shome in uh, 1984 and said, you know what, I think, uh, I think you're going to grow into this role. This is going to be fun. Let's give it a whirl. And I will f- be forever grateful to Montrealers you. Montrealers are thanking Rob Braid yeah, right now, boy. Well, yeah, thank you, thank you, Mur. Um, we um, we uh, should uh, thank our uh, friends at um, the place with the thing. You want to? You... This is a this is a new thing, Mur. After sixty, eh? You know the guy, the guy with the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about lying down and having a nap, or do you want to talk about taking your car to get it fixed? What do you want? What do you want to do? <laughs> I want to. Talk about the car thing. Merson Automotive. <laughs> I, do you go to Merson, Mer? Or did been. you ever? Yeah. I have been, yep. yeah. 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 Mer- tires for me and- yeah. Merson Auto on St. Jacques, west of Cavendish. They've been in business since, I believe, that Ben Merson started the business in 1970, if I'm not mistaken. It goes, it goes all the way back, if I'm not mistaken, Ted, to the 40s. Is that right? Yeah, the tire shop used to be just not too far from where they are now. Well, it's three generations. There yeah. was Ben, and then there was Ben's son, Ben's son Mark, and now there's Mark's daughter, yeah. Kara, yeah. Uh, who <laughs> runs Merson Automotive along with uh, her husband, Celso, and, uh, and the two sons of Kara and Celso are in the wings. Now, whether they're going to run the business, I don't know. They probably are, though. I think it's in the Merson family contract. I think when you're born into the family, you have to (laughs) sign a contract that says, yeah, I'm going to run the business. And that's what I love about it. In this age of corporate greed, and corporate greed is a runaway train, I love to deal with a family business. Yep. Because family businesses understand that your family has to eat, too. Yep. And that's what I love about the Mersons. They're a family, and they understand how families need to you know, have a car to get to and from, uh, you know, skating practice. And, you know, it becomes an essential part of, uh, of your uh, daily and weekly and monthly routine. And not everybody has all kinds of money for repairs and not all, not all families understand what needs to be done. So it's nice to go into a place where they say, no, your brakes are fine. You'll be okay. Um, and your tires are fine until the fall. Come back and see us in the fall. You know you're not being gouged. No, you know, they're not you know going to sell you anything yeah. you don't need, and, and they're not going to do any service yeah. that you don't need, but they're going to tell you what you need and when you need it. And that's how they built this reputation where, you know, we talk about generations of Mersons. There are generations of Montrealers I've seen, you know, uh, customers come in who say, yeah, my father always yep. brought, brought the car here. It's it's really, if you've got a car and you want it properly maintained by honest people, this is the place. Merson Automotive on Saint-Jacques, just west of Cavendish, online at mersonauto.com. When did you retire, Mer? When was I told to get out? <laughs> yeah, I think Sounds I familiar. was 65.5. Really? And they said... Uh, Time's know. up? Yep. The PD... Who, uh, Leo Destrello, you remember him? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Leo, Leo said, I, I, I got to do it. 
I'm being pressured from up above. I got to do it. You're at that stage, you know what I mean? And he took me out to lunch. It was harder for him for me than for me to accept. Wow. And uh, and Leo was just a gentle soul about it. And uh, he gave me all kinds of gossip that he couldn't have done it as my PD. <laughs> right, it was so cool. And uh, and then uh, that was it, you know. So how did you feel about that, Mer? Would you, do you miss it? I miss I miss the I know work. You, you do it with Ted, but yeah, I do. Yeah, I miss the uh, the work. Mm-hmm. I don't miss the business. Okay, the business. I saw what it became with the corporations, and I thought, holy crap. Yeah. Am I ever glad I don't have to listen to babies telling me how to do my gig? Yeah, you know. But no, I, 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 the job itself, the actual work, the performing, all of that, I miss that part. It's I don't like, have any more fun yeah. since I worked with you. I haven't. I had a lot of fun working on K one hundred three, but boy, do I have fun with Mur when Mur's on doing the news. Thanks, man. That's cool. Yeah, we have we have a blast. And uh, how does it work? Like you, you, you don't live well. You don't live far from Hudson, but. It, it's uh, well post pandemic during the pandemic and now post pandemic yeah. when Mer's on he's on from his house he does the news Great. from his house and I'm in the studio yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's it's always better to be you know this it's yeah. always better Absolutely. to be across the table yeah. from each other or across the yeah. desk from each other but it still works pretty good I think so it's not as good but it still works pretty good so it's 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 like an every once in a while <laughs> gig that keeps you yeah keeps you there's, connected there's to it. holidays that uh, that um, yeah, if whoever's whoever's doing the news, like we're we're sort of in limbo right now. We're mm-hmm. looking for a new full time co host. Right. So Chris LeBlanc's in there right now, and if Chris has to go, if Chris has to go, Chris, you have to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If Chris goes away or yeah. needs to take some time off, or Chris does everything at the radio station, so sometimes he's got to do something else. Yeah. Right. And so Mer will fill in. <clears throat> so yeah, and that, and that it is, is a joy, you know. Yeah. And it's I mean the coolest job in the world. You're working from home. Absolutely. I don't have to drive all the way to. Papino, yeah, you know, almost in New Brunswick. Didn't you, didn't you do this in Ottawa for a while too? Yes. Hey, you were on the air in Ottawa, At weren't boom, you? Yeah, Mark. Oh, Dickey that's right. Up. You yeah. and you and Pete. Yeah, yeah that's Pete right. Marriott. That's right. Yeah, Pete yeah. Marriott. Mark yeah. Dickey called up and said, "Mur, how'd you like to do in Ottawa? I'm a general manager up here." And I said, "Sure," and because you always say yes to anything yeah. that may be there, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And he said, "But you don't want to move to Ottawa, so how about we set you up at home?" Wow. And I thought I'm living my dream. I've been saying this for years. Yeah. Can I do this at home? Yeah. Oh, no, Murray. If, if we do it for you, we'll have to do it for all the broadcasters. <laughs> uh, shut up. Just tell them no and let me do it. You know? Anyway, it uh, it lasted two and a half years. It was, it was wonderful. Wow. Well, yeah, kind of hard to do the news for Ottawa, though, if you're in St. Lazar, no? Because you're not... Uh, no. Not no? with the internet. In the internet, boy, I could do the news in B.C., You'd never know. Really, eh? Yeah. Wow. Yep. You could do the news in Australia if they'll take me. Uh, you never know because the internet's right there. It's like the news sources are there. Well, the, the other it. thing too now is I, I find the you know the corporations that have, have bought all the uh, the legacy radio stations they've given up on news. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. it's it's just it's just kids with the Google anyway. Yes. Yeah, sure. Right. It really, yeah. yeah. I mean, really, if you yeah. listen to you know the news hour. Uh, if you listen to the news packages on these radio stations, I don't think that's where people are going to get their news. That's true. Uh, geez. I remember a guy telling me when the corporation started taking over uh, broadcasting in Canada, he said, you know what's going to happen to uh, broadcasting? I said, no. He says, the big broadcasters are going to be slowly but surely farmed out. And eventually they'll get rid of all the talent the corporations will. That's exactly what happened. Suck the business dry. They'll keep the ones that are still financially lucrative. 
and they'll toss the rest back to um, the private sector, and only then will creativity come back to radio. And boy, it's kind of what's happening. <laughs> Man. It's kind of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the joys about uh, uh, working with uh, Ted at uh, Light 1006 is, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I can't help myself. Because <laughs> Ted said to me when we were doing the Saturday morning thing, he, I said 106.7 and he said... No, 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 you said 106.7. Uh, one, one, you yeah. said it wrong yeah, anyway, it so wrong. I, yeah. yeah. And so he said, no, 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 you have to say 106.7. Yeah, right. Light 106.7. Light 106.7. So on Saturday morning, we have this this fun little gig, and, and, and just for shits and giggles, um, I signed off on tape. I said, uh, thanks for listening to 1,067. <laughs> <laughs> just to give a little jab to the program director. <laughs> but but I but that one of the things that I'm learning about the radio station in Hudson is it's uh, it's one of the few family run companies left. Yep. In in the business, and it's not owned by a giant corporation who are, as you point out, picking the bones clean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you guys are allowed your creativity, which is evident. Yeah. 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 Two weeks now that you guys have been on. Yeah, it's quite Two a run. Saturdays. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully we'll get week three. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Hey, here's something Murr did that I just I just respect the shit out of this, and I want to do this someday if I ever get my eyes fixed so I could actually see. He got his class one driver's license. Murr's a big rig driver. Wow. He got a thousand miles in eighteen hours, got a double shift down <laughs> southbound thirty-five. Boom. <laughs> there you go. He's hey. a truck driving son of son of a gun. I didn't Six know this. Six days on yep. the road and I'm going to make it home. Are, That's are Murr. You, are you still doing that, Murr? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah? Occasionally. occasionally. Yeah, very you take occasionally. a run once in a while? Every once in a while. And the reason I do that is because I can. Yeah. I got it in my back pocket. Always have a plan B. Wow. May I offer that advice to anybody who's in radio now? Mm. Always have a plan B because yeah. you never know when they're going to say, hey, get out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a lot that. of work for truck drivers right now, oh. is there not? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Could you be working full time if you wanted to doing that? I don't think so. No? No. Because I remember those days when I, uh, oh, God, it's minus 20. Okay, I got to hook up to this trailer. Okay, I think I'm hooked up. How do you know? Well, you lock the back brakes on the trailer and you drive ahead. And if the trailer doesn't come with you in the snow, (laughs) then you know you're in trouble. Jesus. Well, one time I did that and I thought I had that trailer all locked down. Oh, yeah. And I drove out and I was going, <laughs> fuck out of my way. And all of a sudden, I hear this horrendous fucking crash. Oh, my God. And I look behind the trailer that I thought I hooked up to was about 100 feet back. Oh, boy. It had dropped off my trailer in the yard. Had that happened on the highway? The highway, yeah. Because the weight of the trailer yeah. will make it stay with you. Yeah. But once you get rolling. Yeah. Oh, Lord, Tundra, Jesus. Oh, right. boy. Oh, yeah. That wow. Was, uh, so so you say you couldn't f- do it full time because you just, y- you couldn't do it or the jobs aren't there? The jobs are there, oh, are the they not? The jobs are there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I, I could do. I could do it, Yeah, but I don't want to. Are yeah. these long runs, Murr? Were these like, you know, uh, Toronto to Windsor or Montreal to Windsor? Or? Toronto, Ottawa, yeah. and Big Red. Okay. Oh, Big Red was my baby. Oh, man. What, what's Big Red? Big Red truck that had a oh. sleeper cabin in the back. Man. What kind of truck, Murr? Hello, girls. <laughs> Peterborough. Peterborough. Uh, Peter Peterbilt. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Peterborough. 
Yeah, so uh, you you uh, you hooked up with the lot lizards, did you? Oh yeah, <laughs> you did not. I You're did a married not. man, and you love your wife. Yes, I do. I now, do they really exist, lot they, lizards? These are like do. truck driver groupies who hang around. About. They're truck driver groupies who hang around uh, truck stops, yeah. and when the trucks go and stop for the night, and the guys go to sleep in the back of their big rig, the 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 uh, lot lizards will come around oh. looking for some loving. And they come in, and they and you can tell them. I only know this from uh, people telling me about other truckers because I've never seen them. You know, I don't know what they look like. I don't know. I bet they don't look too good. Well, that's my guess. (laughs) You might not be wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? But uh, apparently, yeah, they drop into your cabin in the back and they have a go at you. Okay. And then uh, already, I bet they don't look as good as rock and roll groupies. Like, I'll bet you yeah. that, uh, you know, back in the day, Van Halen probably got better looking uh, groupies than truck drivers get. Radio groupies? Mm-hmm. No, sir. No. Oh, no. you lying bastard. No, 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 no. I kid you not. No. Is that right? No, no, not a no. bit. Have you never gone down that road? Well, no, wait a minute now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once or twice. Maybe. Hey, you're That's old good. enough, Mert. Do you remember the TV show Cannonball? I do. I just said uh, that I popped do. into my head. Yeah. Get your Cannon motor running. Ball. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Remember that? It's that's like, very good. That's ball. Yeah, that was. Who was uh, it? William. Who was the actor? Uh, was it uh, William? Was it Cannon? Uh, William, William Conrad. William Conrad. Who also he? did the Lone Ranger back in the day. Really? Eh? Radio, right? William wow. Big yeah, Fat yeah. Will. Oh, on the radio. On okay, the radio, I was going to yeah. say I can't see him up on the <laughs> Big Fat William Conrad Hi-o up in the back. Hi, oh Silver. Oh Christ, <laughs> Jesus H. <laughs> that's the nice part about radio, though. You get yeah. to interview people that were your childhood heroes. Yeah. And I interviewed Clayton Moore one time. Did you really? Eh? Yeah. The Lone Ranger. Wow. The Lone Ranger. Was he wearing the mask? He was not. I interviewed him by by, uh, by phone. Okay. And, uh, oh, my God, that was just so exciting. I said, well, I can't wait to play this tape for my sons, Brad and Darren, Mr. Moore. Wow. And he said, Brad, Darren, this is the Lone Ranger. Oh, my God. And I thought, ah, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that must have been such a thrill. It was the coolest thing going. You yeah. Know? Who was your biggest interview? Well, you know what, Murr? I was just about to ask you the same thing, because uh, after you talked about talking to... Uh, Mr. Trudeau. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I, God, I just, I've interviewed so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I think the most nervous I ever was, was they asked me to ask the first question at a Robert Plant press conference. Oh. You know, yeah. Robert Plant, you know, and I remember thinking, oh, Jesus, Robert fucking Plant, Led Zeppelin, you know, and, and, and I was the opening you know, I, I was throwing the opening pitch. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to embarrass myself. So I, 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 I remember that one really, really well. And, uh, you know, there's there's been some other ones. I've, you know, one of my uh, uh, time at uh, CJD was able to interview, you know, Mr. Mulroney. And, you know, there's... Sure. You know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, the, yeah. the feeling of, you know, when you're standing in front of legendary yeah. Canadians like Pierre Trudeau. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter what your politics are. He is a legendary Canadian figure. And it's exciting. And, and it is exciting. Beaten a yeah. mile a minute. I remember I, in Edmonton, I was working the legislative beat, and President Carter came for a visit. Wow. And I thought, whoa. And he's as Hi, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Carter. You want, want a peanut? <laughs> uh, and he's as close as you and I were. Yeah. And, uh, and I wasn't picking up anything on my, on my mic. I could tell by my ewer. Remember the Ewers? Yes. Oh my God, they're yeah. tape machines, by the way, in case you don't know. And I was leaning over, and all of a sudden, goose! I was totally out of breath. 
his Secret Service guy was having none of this reaching Ooh. over him yeah. to get to the, the president and elbowed me in the solar plexus. <laughs> Beautifully done. Yep. Nicely done. Down on my knees I go. Like, wow. What the fuck just happened? Yeah. And that was what happened. I was yep. like, well. The Secret Service, they don't fuck around. They do no. not. They, they, no they, no, got no second chances. <laughs> if you do that one more time, <laughs> young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Terry, we keep forgetting to do the tweet sheet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, tell us about Metlab Honor, and uh, right, uh, Poseidon's going to line up the tweet okay, sheet. Okay, we're going to get the tweet sheet yeah. going here. This uh, this is an important uh, this is an important message. <laughs> what the hell was I doing there? Um, my friends at Metlab Bonheur, you know, we were talking about family-run companies. Metlab Bonheur is, you know, they're... Pretty big organization. There's a lot of stores all over the greater Montreal area, but they're family run and they're family owned and they really, really care about what they're doing. Uh, they're sleep specialists and they are passionate about sleep technology. It's a term I didn't even know existed, but it does. Uh, there's always new technologies in pillows and mattresses. Uh, they have their own line of linens. And when you walk into a Matlab on our store, you're going to be welcomed uh, by kind, gentle, well-mannered people who are going to ask you a couple of questions and never, ever pressure you. Because I hate being followed around in a store, being pressured and upsold. I can't stand that. Here, here. And that's something that they don't do there. And what they've done as uh, sponsors of the podcast is they have offered up a promo code. So you can use this promo code on anything in the store, whether it's regular price, whether it's sale priced, if it's online, if it's in store, it doesn't matter. There are two codes. One is T-E-R-T-E-R-O-5, and the other one is TED-05. That's me, Mer. That's TED no. over there. And uh, you'll get 5% off anything you spend. I uh, could get a mattress with terror yes terror 05 and ted 05 yeah there you go you get that that (laughs) discount Uh, that's a matla bonner you can find them at matlabonner.ca bro i don't have to tell you what the tweet sheet is because you work the morning show with me sometimes but here's the fun part about the podcast tweet sheet i get to use the ones that we can't use on the radio oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right let's go baby. so we've got a few uh we got a few lined up here they're going to come up on the screen there okay Uh, on. Get your glasses on so you can see there, uh, young fella. Let's see what we got here. These are uh, funny tweets that I dig up that you can't uh, that we can't use on the radio, like this one from at Ron Nui. Prospector. I think I found gold. I'm not sure, though. Guy who's about to coin the phrase fool's gold. You fucking imbecile. You unrelenting buffoon. <laughs> I like unrelenting buffoon even more than fucking imbecile. That's funny. (laughs) Thank you, Ron. Yeah, that's a good one. From at home halfway, me regularly uses the same three things at home. Me packing for vacation. I wonder if I'll need four (laughs) French horns or five. (laughs) That one's not dirty, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I'll see what else There's we a got lull. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From uh, at Eddie Ferrero. Me. I think I wasted a wish by getting that genie to make you talk. My dog. No one gives a shit what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Again, oh. the joy of the podcast. Eh? Yeah. 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 Oh, we got some extras from, okay. from Cl- at Clue Haywood. This is my first rodeo. What kind of animal is that? Who's that guy in the barrel? What's up with the timer? What the fuck? is going on here. 
<laughs> that's that's a, good. If you've uh, ever been to the Stampede, that's a great. Is that right? Yeah. It's not my first. What is this? Your first rodeo? Yeah. As, as a matter of fact, yeah. Yeah. You want to do those other those last two, Poseidon, from at Bob Janky? <laughs> if your town has yellow fire trucks, fuck you. I've seen those, eh? Yellow yeah, fire yeah, trucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. And from at Rob Delaney, dildo I just found in my hotel's air vent tastes like lamb vindaloo. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, God. He's got a show. I don't... Rob Delaney. Oh, yeah. He's... uh, My my ex-wife, Danielle, keeps saying to me, you've got to watch Rob Delaney's show. You've got to watch... And I haven't yet. But he's one of the funniest guys on Twitter. That made me... I almost... I almost... Yeah. expired the first time I saw he's, that. Uh-huh. He's an American actor who went to Britain and really made a name for himself. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That the, My favorite was uh, my first row. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> because if you've, you know what? I, well, you've lived in Calgary, didn't you, Murph? Yep. You ever years. been to Stampede? Yeah, oh, yeah. And when you first go to Stampede, that's your reaction. Like, what? <laughs> What's with the barrels? Yeah. What's happening? What is going on here? And to this day, the chuck wagon races are my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you go to the Calgary Stampede, don't sit in the stands. No. Where the stands are, yeah. go to the extreme right, yeah. get down right at the floor, if you like, right yes. on the ground, yeah. and watch those guys come around yeah. the barrels. You've never had anything more exciting. Yeah. Is that right? Take, eh? take your breath Whoa. away. It is. Really, absolutely. Eh? Take you know, your breath you guys, away. you're describing that, yeah. and I'm thinking of my first time at Formula One, like yeah. that, except with horses and wagons. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is, and it, and you don't realize uh, how remarkable the riders, the oh. you know, the guys that perform in these rodeos are. They're they're athletes yeah. of the highest order, yeah. and uh, the animals are, you know, I know this has become a controversial thing and don't write me a letter about it. Good for you. I love the stampede and I love, I love that culture that they celebrate. And I love the fact they celebrate ranchers and, and people. I once got a tour of the Calgary stampede when I first moved to Calgary and I was taken back to where the horses, um, are put, you know, they, uh, what I don't know what you do with a horse. Do you lodge it or yeah, house it? Yeah. House it? You know, for I forget what the phrase is, but I was I was welcomed back into the state. I think you put it away. Yeah, you've been ridden hard and put, put away, away wet. Well, that's that's uh, yeah, that's an expression for a horse. Yeah. And oh, they, he was ridden hard and put away wet. I, I was, thought it was for something else. That's yeah. what I thought too. But it's I, a horse, Mur. I, <laughs> I was taken back to the area where the horses. And as we walked and got closer to the stables, the vet turned around and said to me, shh, quiet. And I said, what did, did I say something? He goes, the horses are sleeping and they're not to be disturbed. Jeez. And the way those animals are cared for and looked after, yeah. the families that own them, they're members of their family. Ah. So for people who are talking about animals... Um, that, you know, don't want to be in the rodeo, like you would know what a horse was thinking. Um, they, I've never, I've never seen anything like it. And the owners that I met of these horses, the pride that they burst with when they talk about their animals. One guy said to me, he said, 
no one eats before i forget the name of the horse it's the horses all eat first and all you know they're 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 like members of the family yeah, so if you're wondering about animal welfare at calgary yeah, yeah. stampede uh i've seen it i've seen it with my own eyes i got two stories yes. from the calgary stampede if i may please first the president's club they invite you over Oof. and they reveal mm-hmm. see um the agenda for the next week, two weeks, right? And they serve you steaks. And uh, how would you like your steak? Uh, medium rare. Medium rare comes along, and I reach for the knife and the fork, and he said, you won't need that knife. Yeah. And I went, no? Nope. And I didn't. Nope. Holy really? Holy crap. What a steak. Yeah, they're pr- they're very, very proud of their beef in Alberta. Wow, they and were, they should and be. And they should be, yeah. Other story I got for you. Oh, God, Murray, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> the um, Calgary, not the uh, Stampede, It was. it's a it's a convention, not a convention center. Oh, geez, where they have plays and everything. Anyway. Uh, the uh, uh, something center. Uh, that place with the thing. Yeah. yeah. The theater. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it's that. Yeah. So they gave us a tour. Here's your hard hat. Take you around. You're going to do the tour, and then you're going to come back. And when you walk into the room where we have a little luncheon for you, you hand in your hard hat, and you can have your luncheon. I said, fine. Hard hat at the end of the tour. Get up to the table, and I went, holy. Look at the cheeses. Look at the meats. Oh, God almighty. So I'm loading up on the first dish of cheese that I've got. <laughs> I go to the next plate. Nah, 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 nah. And at this first cheese, I just popped it in my mouth. And the guy behind the counter, a woman and a man, they were looking at each other going, <laughs> and I said, I don't know what's up there, but, but hey, I, brought, I ate another one. The softest cheese I ever had. Most beautiful thing you've ever had. Oh, God, it was good. <laughs> And uh, get back to the place where I'm uh, um, eating with a bunch of other journalists and everything. And what I had been eating was pads of butter. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus H. And I found out that because the lady came over and said, not good for the arteries, butter. I did something similar one time when we, when we were at the uh, when we were at the Banff Springs Hotel that time that yes. we all went out there a bunch of the boys went out yes, Mike sir. Sinell and yep. you and me and Mark Kelly and a couple others and we were in the dining room and the, and the lights were down in the dining room and I thought that I was picking up a, a, a small little potato like a little tater tater tot sized thing and popped it in my mouth and started to chew it fucking garlic uh, what do you call it a garlic chive a fucking clove? Pe- yeah garlic clove yeah that, and I'm fucking nom, nom. Jesus Murphy what you that? must have been dribbling Whoa. potatoes Christ that was awful we got to do UPS store before we go Tara yeah my uh, friends at the uh, UPS store I, I'm so, again. I'm I'm a fan of you know the UPS. UPS is a very big company, of course. Um, but my friend uh, David Truck, uh, David Drucker, who is uh, chief cook and bottle washer of UPS Canada uh, and the UPS stores across the country, um, runs it uh, in a fashion that is a family business because each of the stores across the country, the UPS stores. Um, are individually owned. Locally owned, locally run. Yep, by a local entrepreneur um, whose business is to look after your business. So if you need to pack, to ship, to fax, to print, to do labels, to do anything that has to do with a small business you may be running from home, or as I've said in the past, if uh, you've got to get something at uh, Uncle George who lives in Victoria, 
um, and you need it to get there quickly, they can handle that too. Even if you need just to send them a note saying, George, for Christ's sake, don't move to Edmonton. Stay right where you are. <laughs> I heard Murr on the podcast. <laughs> it's too cold. They, they'll look after all of it for you. I uh, When I moved uh, out to British Columbia after the moving trucks were gone, uh, we were stuck with a few things that needed boxes and packing and went to the UPS store and uh, they have all of it there. They boxed it, they packed it, they shipped it. Um, everything got there in, in one piece and uh, that's the way uh, the UPS store can help your business. And they're easy to find. They're in over 300 cities across the country from coast to coast to coast. It's the UPS store upsstorecanada.ca. I always get that wrong. Thank you, Ted. Well, is it the old clock on the wall? I think so, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Murray. that was fun, Murr. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks for, for coming me. in. I, uh, I can't thank you enough, Murr, for giving up. We're recording this on a Sunday. That's very, very kind, and you came a long way. So, Even brought uh, his good-looking daughter, yeah. too. I uh, appreciate that. He's got Ted. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you guys, you're, you're... His daughter, Megan, is a country song waiting to happen. She's a beautiful blonde who drives a pickup truck. Is yes, that sir. not a country song like that? I think so. Yeah. You, you get to writing that oh, there, boy. Ted. Yeah. <laughs> He's written it many times. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> How many kids do you have, Murph? Three. Three kids. And How five many grandkids? Grandchildren. Five, five grandchildren. Five grandchildren. Wow. Well, I got a 19-year-old grandchild. What, what do they call you, Murray? They call you Papa, Grandpa, Grampy, what? Uh, grandpa and uh, hi, Grandpa. And, uh, then, and there's another name. That you don't want to share with us? Okay. <laughs> I forget. You get old, you know, you forget. Anyway, Where's I got that man? my son, my grandson, pardon me, out in uh, St. John's, Newfoundland here by yeah. uh, 19 years old. Wow. Going to university. How the hell do you have a 19-year-old grandson? What's well, going on there? I started having sex when I was a child. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how that worked? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Murray. Thank you very, very much. And as I said, uh, best regards from my wife Jess. Thank you, and, uh, and thank you so much for uh, sharing your time and telling the stories and having the laughs. Thank you, Terry. I'm glad stuff. you're back in Montreal. Thank that you is very the best much. Best thing that's happened to broadcasting <laughs> in this city in a long time. You and Ted back together. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And thank uh, you. And uh, I curse on you who split them up in the first place. <laughs> I'll say that till my dying day, yeah, girls. Yeah, not gonna let that go, eh, Murray? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Murray Sheriffs, our uh, special guest on the podcast. Standing by the Terry and Ted podcast is sponsored by Jaguar Land Rover Laval, where the luxury is unmistakably British, but nobody wears a top hat or a monocle.